Welcome to The Rachel Kujip Show. I had the pleasure of chatting with my good friend and client, Jen Lin. Jen is a website copywriter and writes words for a living. Some words are fancy, some are short, but they all have one thing in common. They're all there for a reason because she believes the key to writing copy is being concise, showing people why they need to work with you and getting them excited and saying, yes, this is the person I need to work with because that's how you'll get inquiries on your website. We spoke about why determining your area of expertise is so important, how having a strategy can help the creative process flow, how repurposing content can save you so much time, and her experience going through Create Content with Confidence, my signature program. I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. So I would love to know a little bit more about you and why you started your business. Okay. So, well, everyone calls me Jen because I feel like it's friendlier than Jennifer, (laughs) but that's kind of like what my business is all about. It's all about being friendly and quite down to earth. So you you might have seen me around Instagram. Um, My little penguin logo um, makes quite an appearance. Um, So basically what I do is I'm a website copywriter um, so I help people to craft their message, get across their their key things and basically sell their services through their website. So <laughs> nice and easy. <laughs> and why did you want to be a copywriter? Super curious also as a fellow yeah. copywriter, like what yeah. is it about words and helping people with their words that you love? Okay. If you had to like sum it up in like a nutshell. Oh, okay. So actually like, I mean, it goes way back to when I was like four. (laughs) I have always loved writing stuff. Like I remember when I was like four, I used to write stories about things and I used to really love writing. And I remember in school (laughs) when we had like English classes, um, you know, everyone else would be like, they used to tell us before we went out for the break what we were going to write about that day and everyone else would go out and play and like play tag or whatever. And I used to sit on the bench by myself and plan my stories. Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) So I've always loved writing. And then it's one of those things as well where in school, basically the teachers were like, yeah, but you can't make a career out of writing. And I was like, oh, all right, okay. And then, well, they were very wrong because you can. Like I'm a copywriter and I make a living from writing. Um, So it kind of happened accidentally. I started off at university, I did marketing um, and sort of entrepreneurship and all that sort of stuff. And I, as part of our entrepreneurship course, we actually had to write some blog posts as part of our assessments. And I got like 99% score. I was like, yes. Amazing. And they actually wrote in it that I had like the, the standard of a professional writer and I got amazing feedback. I was like, oh, this is really good. So maybe this is my speciality because it was like, you know, the highest graded thing I had. Um, and then I ended up working in marketing, um, which I think is actually what's led me into copywriting because it's, not just the writing side, it's also bringing in all the knowledge of consumer behavior, how people buy, what people do, sales psychology. And I feel like copywriting is not just writing, it brings in everything. It's like the whole picture, it's like, you know, there's so much involved with it. And well, that's what I love about it because I love the strategy and I love thinking about branding in particular. And yes, that's kind of how it was, that's a very long-winded way of saying I like writing. (laughs) my story is very similar to yours and that's why I'd like love to know from your point of view because I know 
like you always love writing, won writing competitions. Like the only thing I really won in like, you know, primary school and things like that was writing. Same as you got told that writing was in Korea, managed to find my way into it. However, the transition for me from being like writing is kind of like fun to writing is my day job to writing is my business was like a huge challenge for me where I was writing 12 hours a day. I could barely speak afterwards. I was so brain dead. So I'd love to know, like, have you had similar business challenges taking your skill set or just starting a business in general? Because you're such an amazing copywriter, but still there are a lot of challenges when it comes to content and then transitioning that skill set to an online business. Yeah, I think for me, it kind of happened accidentally, like because I started off as a marketer and basically what happened was as I was working, my boss noticed that I was quite good with words and he'd say, oh, actually, could you write content for this? So it kind of just happened that I ended up becoming a copywriter. Like I never had any formal training of this is how you write copy. I just became a wee bit obsessed with it and I started researching lots. So everything that I know about copywriting has been self-taught from reading hundreds and reading books and articles about how to write copy and sales psychology and things. So for me, it kind of, it just kind of led itself naturally. So I never had that struggle of like, okay, I'm now a writer. It just kind of happened by accident. Um, And then I I kind of honed it in and honed it in until I really got what my speciality was. Because when I first started my business, I kind of was a marketer slash copywriter. And I kind of covered both sides of things. And I did quite a bit with like Instagram strategy because my background had also been in social media. Um, So I then realized that, well, social media is great, but I hate it at the same time. So I was like, no, I want to hone this in. And then I became word specialist. And then from there, it became, no, actually, I love websites because I love the strategic side of things. Like, I don't want to just write content. I want to craft a message which explains what a business is all about, their key messages and convinces people to buy. So it's much more in depth. It's much more strategic. So it's, yes, I guess it's kind of evolved so like I've kind of learned on the go and made it more and more refined as I've gotten. And now I'm like, you know, website specialist. <laughs> Ooh. No, I love that title. And I love that you shared that it is a transition that you don't just wake mm-hmm. up one day and not only start a business, but then have it all figured out, like the exact thing yeah. that you want to focus on or the thing that you want to serve um, or the clients you want to work with. Did you have any challenges like that you're happy to share maybe perhaps that process of essentially you know in the broader context niching down what challenges did you have when you were trying to do this niching process yes I guess it I don't know it's one of those things where lots of things happened so I think the biggest challenge was trying to find the niche to begin with because I wanted to use my copywriting experience. I wanted to use my marketing knowledge. I loved branding and I loved strategy. And it was just trying to figure out how to get all that together. And then it was just that sort of trial and error of doing different bits and realizing what I enjoyed. And then this, I think I've told you this before, like way back when I did it, I um, decided that actually, this was about a year into the business, I decided that I was doing really random stuff. So I made a list of all the projects that I was doing. So I had like blog posts, social media strategy, marketing research, website copywriting. Wow. 
audits and stuff. And I, I wrote all these things down and I was like, right, that makes no sense whatsoever because how on earth can you sell what you do when you don't actually do anything in particular? You're just being really vague. And then that was when I was like, right, this is wrong, what I'm doing with my business. So I, <laughs> this was very scientific. I basically wrote down how much I charged for each thing. And then I give myself a score of one to five of how fun each project was for me, like what I enjoyed doing the most. And I times them together and give myself a little scientific calculation of <laughs> this is my zone of genius. This is the thing that's making me the most money. And this is where I want to take my business. And that was how I ended up with website cooperating specifically, because it brought in little elements of other things, because I could do other projects that related off that. But yeah, it was just a case of actually having to take the time to sit down and be like, right, no. I'm doing everything for everyone and I need to narrow it down. Um, and basically since then, it's just got more and more specific, but in a good way because I've, I'm now known as a website copywriter and people know exactly what I do. And I think that's where your social media content is really valuable because you have to say, no, this is what I do. And that's how you sell your services because if you do everything, nobody knows what you do because you're like, oh, I did about this and I bet that. And everyone's like, what? So they don't know who to go to when they need something specific. So, yeah, That's the challenge so was just to rein in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I think website copy, I think of you and I think of the penguin and your branding yeah. colors. You've done like such an amazing job with that. And I love it yeah. exactly like me, scientific, but not scientific, but kind of scientific approaches yeah. <laughs> um, to things. Would you mind sharing the one thing that made you decide to join Create Content with Confidence, my six-week course because if I remember correctly you did the course when you're starting to go down this niching journey right yes that's right so I'm not quite sure which came first the chicken or the egg here whether it was doing your course that made me refine or whether I started refining and then I did your course the two were very much in sync with each other and I think your course helped me to do that because it was so strategic, you know, it was so much like, so what is your why and, and what are you doing here? And you had to really delve really deeply into the business. And that was when I started to really, all these things started clicking that I was like, no, I'm being way too vague here. I don't know what I'm writing on social media because I'm trying to target everything and everyone. And then that was when I noticed like, you know, talked about the zone of genius and stuff like that. And I wrote down these different things that I know that people come to me for. But again, it was just that actual action of writing these things down because you can know these things in your head, but if you don't literally take them and realize what it is, then you can't make that progress. So that's what I found really valuable about the course was it gave me this like structure of the business. And I was like, Oh, okay. So this is what I do. <laughs> and it just like, <laughs> it all just kind of fell into place from there. And like, it just, it just spiraled from that. It was, yeah. So signing up for the course, it was, I knew that I was being a bit faffy and I was a bit all over the place. And because you had the title of like, you know, creating confidence, like your, your content with confidence, I was like, right, I need that. Cause I was feeling a bit like, Ooh, what am I doing? And I'd been following you for a while as well. So I was like, Rachel knows what she's doing. She knows what she's oh, talking about. <laughs> this is the course for me. <laughs> yeah. That makes me so happy to hear. And you're definitely not alone. Many of the people who do the course, like send me DMs being like, I hate you so much right now like lol <laughs> and then like six weeks and they're like I love you so much right now um because yeah these questions that we have to ask are 
hard questions. They're not the easy questions. And you're right. If you want to really figure out your niche and your why and what you stand for and like you've done so well, like your brand personality um, and how that's actually represented both with your identity and in words, you have to ask yourself the hard questions. Otherwise you do only do surface level content and surface level marketing and you're right you don't feel confident with it and you always have that like little wobble you know just before you click like send or post you're like "Mm, I don't know and a lot (laughs) of people have said post course that kind of wobble the insecurity the triple checking has like eased a little bit so what do you think for you has been some of the biggest like aha moments that you kind of had either going through the course or post the course Okay, so there was a lot. Um, <laughs> the biggest one, I think, for me, which really stood out was the idea of repurposing content, like reusing it. Because so this is the funny thing is, you know, even going through the course and asking all these questions of myself, these are things that I do with my clients. Like, but it's so much harder to do it for your own business. So it's just like having that structure to bring you through it. But that was my big aha moment was actually, again, I tell people that they can repurpose stuff. I hadn't been doing it myself. So I was creating content all the time, completely from scratch. And I was like, this isn't how you do things because one, it takes forever. Two, you then again, coming back to the idea of not being niched, like you just end up talking about everything and anything because you don't actually know what it is you're trying to say. So for me, the big moment was saying, actually, if I have a list of things that I talk about and I want to be a website specialist, I need to talk about websites. <laughs> and then just kind of go from there and it was like that was the biggest thing and then the idea again of well actually you know maybe someone saw my post about how to write an about page in November well it's now July they don't remember about it it's okay to post that again or you might know, be to change it up a little bit because actually now you've got a few more points you want to add there so that was a big thing and that saved a lot of time because I was like I don't need to create completely from scratch every single time that I write something, um, which again, I tell clients all the time. So it's just it's that thing of like, I know, to, right. It's like, we need, preach. it's like, I need to like have a dose of our own medicine. Even I say that yeah. to myself, I recently sat down, I was like, right, I need to do some launch content. And I was like, what do I need to write? And I was like, Rachel, go back and look at your key messages and yeah. go back and look at your brand stuff and go back and look at your launch, you know, analytics. <laughs> Yeah. And the previous content. And I use that as a base. Like I literally am always repurposing, copying, reposting, and no one knows you, like the community yeah. will go, I love this post. And I'm like, he, he, he did that <laughs> six months ago because you are collecting new clients too, but also your old clients, you know, people who've been around for older people in your community are like, Oh wow. Yes. Thank you so much for the reminder. And even for yeah. me reading yeah. the amazing posts you share, I'm like, yes, I need to talk to my community about that. Or like, no yeah. wonder, like, I'm struggling. Like, I, you know, haven't mixed up my call to actions for all. Like, those posts are great for reminders, even for me. So, like, following on from your aha moment, I would love to know what are you most proud of since completing the course in your business? Like, what have you gone out and done? Maybe it's from the aha moments, repurposing content. Maybe it's from niching. Like, what other things are you most proud of? Okay. So, Biggest thing that I'm most proud of from the course is actually being consistent with my content. I was very much all over the place with it (laughs) before doing the course. So that's been really good. And the consistency has brought me more clients, but also it's helped to shape me as like an authority, as a website specialist, because people 
know what it is that I'm talking about now so they know what to expect from my account because I've actually got that messaging nailed um, like I know what I do and I think because I know what I do now clients know what I do and I think that's actually a really key thing to bear in mind is if you're writing content and you're a bit kind of all over the place and you don't know what you're writing how is anyone who's reading that ever going to know what your speciality is because you don't know yourself and I think that's why the course was so valuable to go through those steps and really yeah just to really like get to grips with what your business is all about because actually um you know you don't always have to it's like content pillars idea like you know like having like five things that you write about I actually think it's like even deeper than that I think if you know your business and what your business key messages are and like what you want to get across those other things kind of fall into place naturally because you've you already know like for example I'm a friendly copywriter so I know that all my content is going to come across really friendly and actually showing behind the scenes stuff I show like a bit of that daft personality coming through because that's a key thing for me and how I present myself so it doesn't always have to be like really professional sounding content um, and I think that's a, a big thing is that it's not always just a list of right here's the five things that I normally talk about like you you have to have more of like a behind the not behind the scenes but a behind the division kind of idea <laughs> yes I totally love this and I'm so thankful that you share that as you might no, and listeners might know, I'm not a huge fan of the content pillars or, you know, you just share educational, inspiring style content for that exact reason. Yeah. And I've tried it before and I've done it with my corporates and I found like it just, like you say, got really, really rigid and actually really hard. And it really yeah. did feel like a copy and paste job with no, I suppose like yeah. no life or zest or yeah. essence behind it. It just felt really dry and cold where I yeah. think when, you're doing like the seven types of content, which like I teach in the program and you are doing mm-hmm. things like behind the scenes, inspirational, um, how to content. Again, it makes like a really nice mix. So you're not bored, yeah. your yeah. clients and community aren't bored. And also, like you said, if you do the foundational work, it does come way more naturally. And I always yeah. say at the start, it, you know, it does feel hard and it is hard when you make changes in your business or you niche down, or this is the first time you've done your strategy you know, even when I kind of change things, I'm like, oh, my head hurts after writing stuff. But once you've kind of got the foundations and from where you're at, I don't even think anymore. Like I make ideas really quickly. I write posts in like a couple of minutes, all of those kind of things, um, which also comes back to you when you're saying things like time and confidence and clarity and that your like dream clients responded to that. So not only is it great for you, it's also great for them. And you're so right. Like if you don't really have all of that, it really is painful writing content, even for people like us that like absolutely love it. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I found, cause I tried the content pillars before I did your course and it just, I just felt pigeonholed with it. And it, you know, like you said, you feel like you're kind of stuck and you, you have that no life behind it. And again, again, like, I should have realized this because as a copywriter, when I'm writing people's websites, I do the same. I do all this background work first and I really get an essence of what they're trying to get across. But what they're trying to get across isn't necessarily like specific things. You know, it's not necessarily that I do this, this and this. What they're actually trying to get across is this is what they're like to work with. This is their vision. This is their, because for some of the work that we did in the course as well was that, um, you know, defending your why and like, you know, what you're, purpose is what your values are 
And those are really important because they should shine through in your messaging. And it's not just a case of like, I do website copywriting and I write content for your website and I'll write every page because you're like, all right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it has to be much more in depth about that and like really show, you know, like I've got a passion for words and I do this and I do that. And it's, you know, it's more mm, stuff behind that. Yeah, people just want to. <laughs> yeah, people want to follow your journey, or they want to lean in, and they yeah. actually like you as a person. So it builds up the no like a trust factor that we're always ranting yeah. about online. But everyone's like, "Well, what does yeah. that actually mean?" Well, this is what it means, everyone. This like when you actually yeah. do this work, that's how yeah. you can build that up. That um, yeah, just being able to write your elevator pitch, although great, is not really going to get people inspired to take action or to hang out with you or to ask you mm-hmm. questions. And in fact, yeah. it's often the random things like the penguin, our puppies, plants, yeah. Yeah. gardens that we've been talking about. <laughs> Those are the relationships that you build. And then because you are showing up and serving and talking about other things, then people go, oh, cool. She likes plants and she likes copy. And I find this post really interesting. And that's what people start off with. They don't, well, yeah. I know I don't definitely just scroll Instagram looking for a copywriter and looking for answers. I feel like and if you do do that, it's normally people early stage of the business and it doesn't normally last. Like people really are trying to build relationships because that's, they're the type of people you want to work with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I think you don't always, because also those kind of things like the, the puppies, for example, you know, if you post the pictures of the puppies, like you obviously don't want to just post that because I'm a website copywriter. So I have to balance that. But that's the thing which gets you the first message through into your DMs because you get, like, oh, she's so cute. What's her name? Like, how old is she? Blah, blah, blah. And then it starts the conversation because I think a lot of people, not so much now, I think it's kind of getting better, but that cold sales pitch idea of just straight away, like, are you looking for a copywriter? And people are like, well, no, (laughs) not really. So then you've instantly turned them off as well because you've like freaked them out. Whereas if you start off with, oh, I saw your post about this plant. I've got one of those as well. And you know, this blah, blah, blah. Have you found this as well? And you just start that conversation on something totally irrelevant and that's fine. And then you kind of build up for it and then they start interacting with your content. You know, they comment here and there, they share things. And then before you know it, they're like, actually I do need a website copywriter. Jen, that's who I'm going to use. And then they start off like, oh, you know, so remember we chatted about the plants. Well, okay. And then it's, you know, bringing it onto the website copywriting. So I think that's a really important point as well is when you're trying to sell stuff, you don't always have to start with the sale, like start with the relationship, start with just like a bit of contact and then kind of let it happen naturally. Because you don't always have to actually approach people as well because if you're doing it well, people start to go, actually, yeah, I do need that because you're kind of educating them as well and right, here's what the problems are, here's what's going wrong. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, actually, yeah, it is. And, and they should notice it themselves because if your content is right, that should happen. So they should actually be coming to you and you shouldn't have to reach out. I mean, obviously you can and there's, there's places for both, but, you know, that's, that's a good content plan is if you have people coming to you because of what you're writing. Yes. And that is the whole point of um, the course, learning like what to share, when to share it, 
when to, you know, reach out to others and when it's good to share content and just keep building up relationships. And you're right, people naturally will come to you. And I think like, you're right, that is a sign of a good content plan. Again, people who maybe haven't done the strategy or weren't sure how really do have the approach, how do I find clients? And they invest all this time on like literally hunting them down and the scarcity mindset, like, where are they? Under the rock, I need to go on this Facebook group for hours. Like, and believe that they're not there when you show up and you've done the work. And like you said, you're really confident, you're really clear, you know what you want to talk about, you know, when to talk about puppies, when to talk about work, you, yeah. you can focus on creating content. You can focus on all of the other business elements yeah. that you need to like selling, you know, like you said, working on yeah. your skill set, niching and let the clients come to you. So yes. why would you recommend that other people such as yourself do create content with confidence? I think like there's so many reasons. <laughs> um, I think people need to do the background work to be able to create copy get content with confidence. Um, like it's not just a case of those content pillars or writing a big list of here's all the things that I should share. Like it has to be much deeper than that. And that's how you're going to actually get clients. That's how you're going to attract clients because you've done, you know what it is you're trying to do, you know what you're trying to say. And I think getting really clear on that, easier to write. It's much quicker to write. And as you said, you don't even need notes anymore because you know all this. So it's so quick just to write a little post because you know exactly what it is you're trying to do. Like you've kind of put this in your head of, right, this is my brand. Okay, I'm going to write a post about this and it just comes naturally. And like the difference that that makes is insane because you actually know what it is you're doing and then people know what it is you're doing and then you're going to get clients. So like, you know, that's the ultimate thing, isn't it? Everyone wants more clients. Everyone wants people to sign up. Like what's the point in creating content if it's not going to convert? (laughs) Um, So I would say that this course was the thing that really transformed that. It changed that idea from just, I'm just putting out content just to show that I'm here to actually know I know what it is I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to sell here. And people now come to me. Um, so yeah, I think there isn't really a much better reason to sign up than that, is there? <laughs> yes, I'm going to say yes. You got it here, folks. Yeah. That makes me so happy because that is exactly why I created the course and the outcome that I wanted for everyone to do the course, to just make it a way less stressful process, really easeful. Um, And like you said, just not showing up for the sake of it because we do hear that Mm -hmm. all the time. And I say it all, like, I'm going to put my hand up. I tell my clients and you all to show up all the time, but you need to show up with purpose and intent and authenticity. You can't just show up for the sake of showing up. And I think a lot of us do in the early stages of business and there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't show up and then I freaked out and then I had to show up. And if you've um, ever read any of my like the cheese aisle story yeah, yeah. or anything like that everyone knows like you know I, I say show up because I know what's like not to show up and then to over show up and to show up without purpose and intent yes. and it's just so exhausting but it doesn't have to be this exhausting and I know it sounds weird coming from you know a marketing coach a copywriter I actually don't want you all to be spending this much time on content like we yeah. so many business owners are coming to me and saying they're spending like 40, 50 hours a month on content. And I'm like, what? And then they're like, get it down to like 20 after create content with confidence and then less. And instead of that being a bad thing, like I literally do happy dances and send them like, oh my God, amazing DMs because I want them to be spending a couple of hours because there are way more important things to be doing 
than creating content when you're doing it right. Like you said, it can be really yeah. fast, really effective. And you only need to show up in certain ways that you set that works for your clients a couple of times a week. It's not showing up all day, every day, constantly posting yeah. and sharing and just ending up in like the content hamster wheel and burnout. Yeah, exactly. Because also I think that puts people off. Like if you're posting like 500 million times a day, it just puts, it just makes people like, oh my goodness, they're really intense. You know, you, it turns people off because they're like, right, I'm really fed up of seeing this <laughs> face appear every single day. And it's always talking about irrelevant things. And, you know, it's just, it's, um, yeah, it just makes people turn, it just turns it to white noise basically. And people stop paying attention to the message, which is why, because actually when I first started but when I first started the business way back, I didn't post anything on Instagram like ever. And I had like 20 followers and I was like, right, maybe I need to change this a little bit. And then I kind of, you know, started posting quite regularly. But again, it was that kind of a bit haphazard, a bit random stuff. It didn't really have a strategy. And then I did the course and then it was really strategic and I knew exactly what I was doing. And now I post like on my grid twice a week. And that's bringing me clients because I don't need to post every day um, because what I'm posting has is working basically and you know you can also use that post on the grid and you can talk about it three different days on your stories so you can link back to it and you can like go deeper in the stories so it doesn't always have to be you don't have to put everything into every single piece of content that you write it can just be one point that you talk about and then you can explain it more in stories or you can explain it more next time you know like it's very easy to kind of you know just keep your content I don't know light to a certain point as well because like you said, you're not necessarily scrolling to looking for a copywriter to get loads of advice. It's just to kind of show that you know that you know what you're doing. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be really, really in-depth because if someone's not a copywriter, like say they're a photographer and they want a website and they're, they're kind of following me, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe one day, you know, it's kind of in the back of their head. They don't need to know, like, here's the 10 top sales psychology things that I go through and make it really in-depth because they'll just be like, all right so same as a photographer sharing like you know here's like all the settings that I use on my camera to get this shot and you're like if you're not trying to do that too you don't need to know it all you need to know is that they know what they're doing yes that is so true and I think we all fall into that trap me included you know all of the how-to content again when it coming back to the content pillars and what we think we need to be doing some of these content marketing myths is like oh my god just you need to be giving every single thing you've ever thought about or ever done or could ever write. And I, I used to do that, like, because I nerd out on this stuff. And I know we've talked about in DMs before, like I could literally nerd out on sales psychology all day, every day. And yeah, I do sure. share some of those things, but you're right. If I shared only that or really in-depth posts all the time, it would actually be a waste again of my time, expertise, yeah. because you're right. We're actually hitting the clients, you know, sharing content that doesn't meet them where they're at. And the sales yes. journey and the client journey. So it's a waste and you should actually be keeping that inside your pay programs, which is why within Create Content with Confidence, helping you figure out what to share when, but also how to position yourself as an expert and yeah. to know exactly what content you need to be sharing to attract your dream clients and to invite them to work with you. And half the time it's really less content then you think, and a lot of my clients who have done um, this course and other programs, I'm like, is that it? Is that all I need to do? Is that all I need to say? I'm like, for now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like mind blowing, right? You're like, oh, but I know all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. Use that once someone's inside your program, yeah. wow them there, explain there. You do not need to be doing that all on social media. And again, I think that's why we're seeing so many people 
get burnout and to not want to show yeah. up and to get really jaded. And I'll put my hand up and say, I was really jaded. Like I am awesome doing awesome content and awesome <laughs> things. Why doesn't anyone think I'm awesome? And I think we've all been there. Right. And a lot of the yeah. time it's because we're doing things that we've been taught to do, which really don't serve us, our clients or our businesses at all. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it's also the same on websites. Like I will quite often have a client's website that I'm writing and I'll say, you've actually got too much information here. It's too detailed. People don't need to know that you're using X, Y, and Z technology to do this and this and this. All they need to know is, can you do the job? Like say for example, like an, an events company and you know, you're talking about, oh, we, we have this software and this software and we use this technology and this and we can do blah, 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 blah. And you've got these fancy names for everything. The nor- like most people who are coming to an events company are just saying, oh, trying to run this event really complicated and confusing. Can you just do it for me? So they don't need all that information. What they want to know is, can you make this look really cool? <laughs> so you yeah. see the difference between, can you make this look really cool to blah, 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 we'll use this and this, and it makes it really technical because that just makes them go, okay, I don't really understand any of that. And I think that's a really key thing as well. Like you don't want people to feel like they don't understand something because then they're very, very much not going to buy from you if they don't understand what you're talking about. And in your website copy as well, it should always be as simple and as straight to the point as possible. Just make it easy to understand and just tell people in the simplest way, this is what I do. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like at the end, and I think it, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people we've done create content with comments at the end of literally got out the marketing plan and realized that they just say one or two sentences. It's like a one or two page document. And that's it. Like that's all you need to be going out and like talking to your clients is all you need to be creating content. It literally can be that simple. So I think that's like a perfect segue to some of the work that you're doing because I'm a huge fan of everything you do as a fellow copywriter. (laughs) It's fun. It's like you said, it is friendly. Like you have nailed it and you make things that should be complex, really simple. And like I said, even I read things that you do and go like, yes, I'm not doing that. Or yes, I need to tell people this. Like, this is so good. So can you share with our lovely listeners what you're working on and how you can support them if they're also interested in learning specifically about copy and getting your copy writing support? Absolutely. So, um, well, naturally the the main thing that I offer is website copywriting. So if you want someone to write your website for you, then obviously come to me because I'm brilliant at it and I'll make it wonderful. Obviously. Amazing. Obviously. Obviously. But the other thing as well is I have a service which is a website audit. So if you are looking at improving your website, so maybe you've had it written recently or you've done it yourself and you're now looking to kind of take it to that next level and you're thinking right what can I do like what's wrong with it what can I make it better can I make the call to actions better you know I offer that as a service as well and um, where it's like a, an audit of your website and we do it on zoom and we'll have a big talk about how to change things up to, to get you more but yeah the biggest thing which I think is the easiest thing for you to um to look at first is I've got a quiz where you can basically answer the questions to see how your website is performing right now so We'll look at things like how up-to-date your content is. Have you forgotten that actually you've got another three services that you haven't put on your website? And that you <laughs> do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so the quiz is all about helping you to kind of, to notice the things which 
like where your website's at just now and where it could be. And at the end of that, you can download an action plan, which has got different steps, which you can implement straight away, which will make a huge difference to your website. So it goes through the sort of the different things. And again, it's quite strategic. So it starts off like, you know, it's not just, oh, you could change this word to this. It's much more, um, yeah, strategic than that. It's more like, no, no, this is like, are you really getting across what people need to know? Are you really telling people why they need your services are you answering their questions so it's much more in depth and it gets you really thinking about your website kind of like with your course that idea of like actually there's all this groundwork you have to do first before you can perfect your message and yeah if you take the quiz you'll get your action plan and you'll be able to go right work your way through it fix your website in no time at all and uh, yeah you'll see a big difference in inquiries love it that's the plan amazing that sounds so good I feel like so many listeners will want to have that um to help guide them through the process because I know lots of people listening in looking at yeah fix up their content strategy but then they need to put that actually into action right so and copy on their website social media everything so I feel like because it should it should tie up as well like what you're putting on your social media content should make sense with your website so if you're doing this course and you're you're fixing up your content on social media you have to translate that to your website so the same ideas of all that behind the scenes like what your key messages are what you're all about your vision that has to go there too so my action plan should help you to kind of bring that together amazing total dream team total dream team (laughs) awesome well thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing your experience with create content with confidence and also just all of your amazing wisdom and tips Mm -hmm. to do with copywriting and strategy i know we could talk about it all day but um i'm going to leave all of your links and details in the show notes so listeners please go check out jen's content it is amazing and thank you so much again You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And if listening to this conversation has piqued your interest about enrolling and create content with confidence, head on over to rachelquizzer.com.au forward slash CCWC to learn more and enroll. This is the only time I'm running this program in 2021. So if you want my step-by-step process for showing up with confidence, posting scroll stopping content consistently and building a memorable brand online then i'd love to support you inside the program having a content marketing strategy you actually use is what's going to get your client roster filled months in advance so thanks so much for tuning into today's episode if you found what i've shared valuable please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every wednesday